I've been thinking recently about the things that cause me to feel overburdened. It's really helped me to focus in on why I do, what I do, and when I do it. I have some techniques that have really helped me to let go of the things that make me feel overburdened and decided to put them all together in one place and share them with you. Now, just a note that I reserve the right to add to this list as I learn new things that help. I've always been a lover of learning, so I hope that never stops. I hope to continue to find new things to help me and others through this journey of life. I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. I love that we're all unique, and that means we deal with our burdens uniquely too. I'd like to help you find things that help you to feel less burdened, and the more tips I share, the more likely it is one will hit home for you. Some of these I think I'll do an entire podcast on in the future. Some of them I already have, so I'll refer back to those as I talk about them today. But for today, I'll give you a brief overview of these 12 that I've listed. So let's get started on that list. 12 tips to letting go of a burden. I first started thinking about this first tip a few weeks ago when I was running on my treadmill. So number one is to relax and ease up. Stop trying so hard. Now I've told you before that I run. It's hard for me to say that I'm a runner because I doubt that the little bit of running that I do qualifies me for that title. But because I know that it's good for my cardio health and because I'm just stubborn enough not to quit, I've continued to do it. I've heard of something called a runner's high, but truthfully only experienced it once. So running is usually pretty hard for me to do. Here's where I made that realization about ways I can feel less overburdened. When I started feeling really tense and having a hard time running, one thing that really helped me to keep going was to relax my body. I let my arms and hands hang down a little bit looser. I try to remove the tension from my shoulders and I stop tightening my jaw. I also take longer but slower strides. I know it might sound crazy, but it actually helps. Instead of trying to make or keep an iron will to keep going, I made it feel more like a relaxing massage. Okay, that might be a stretch. It didn't feel like a massage, but it did feel more relaxing. So take a second and think about how you could apply that to something that is stressing you out. Could you think about relaxing instead of tensing up about the situation? How could that help you to deal with your situation better? Number two, change your focus. Now I've shared this quote before, but I love it so much that I want to share it again. It's by Russell M. Nelson. The joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. We get to choose what we focus on. The things we focus on begin to be more important to us. 
What if what you're feeling isn't really what you want to be feeling? What if it's just not worth all of this energy you're giving it? Change your focus. Choose to think about something else. Now, if I go back to my running example, I do this also when that relaxing doesn't work. If I've tried to relax my body and I'm still feeling stressed and like I'm not going to be able to keep going, I try to redirect my brain to think about something else other than the fact that I'm running. My brain and yours is wired to solve problems. So why not let it do that? If I'm trying to come up with an idea for a workshop or what to talk about on the podcast or something to do with inside my family, I make a choice to focus on that as I'm running. Oh, how my brain loves to run wild with solving problems. Pretty soon I've forgotten that my body wanted to give up and I'm getting new ideas left and right. It's what actually helped me to become, um, air quotes here, a runner. I've gotten more ideas while running than most any other way. And it's all because I chose to change my focus. Number three, pay attention to how you're feeling. Listen to it. Name it. Can you identify the actual feeling you're feeling? Is it fear? Is it uncertainty? Is it joy? Is it embarrassment? Is it shame? Whatever it is, let yourself feel it for a minute. Close your eyes and focus in on the feeling. Did you ever read the children's book, There's No Such Thing as a Dragon? I used to love that book. This little boy notices a dragon in the house. It's about the size of a cat or a dog and he tells his mom. She says, there's no such thing as a dragon. So he tries to ignore it. He keeps telling his mom about this dragon because it keeps getting bigger and bigger. But she gives the same answer. There's no such thing as a dragon. It continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger until it fills the whole house. Finally, the little boy says, there is a dragon, a very big dragon, and he starts to pet it. Well, guess what? It gets smaller and smaller until it's puppy size again. The mom finally admits to seeing it and says that I guess it just wanted to be noticed. Maybe we just need to notice our feelings instead of trying to ignore them, and then they'll get smaller. We won't feel quite so overburdened with it. Number four, tell someone what you're feeling. Sometimes just saying it out loud changes the amount of influence it has over you. When I've tried some of these other things and they're just not doing it for me, I'll text a friend or one of my daughters or I'll talk to my husband. I'll just get it out there. Sometimes the burden lifts faster than I thought possible. Number five, write a list of things you're grateful for. I do an entire episode about this in episode 19. Believe it or not, you get to choose every moment of every day where you choose to put your focus. Do you choose to focus on the good things that are happening to you and around you? And do you do that on a regular basis? Or do you allow yourself to get stuck in a regular pity party? Think of the quality of life that you would have if you chose to focus on the positive things that are happening around you every day. Number six, ocean breath. 
episode 25 of this podcast talks about this technique. Now, I recorded it right before Christmas, so I refer to that time of the year, but I do believe that ocean breath can help you anytime. Ocean breath is basically listening to the sound of your in and out breath as you slow it down. It actually sounds like the ocean when you listen for it. Just a few minutes of this can really help you calm down. I received a message in the Hunky Dory Facebook group from one of my new friends there about how ocean breath has helped her. Here's what she said. Ocean breath really works. When I become irritable, I lay down for a few minutes, listen to my breath. It really calms me. So thanks for that message. Now I suggest writing the words ocean breath on a sticky note and putting it somewhere you look often. Let it be a reminder that no matter how busy things get, how impossible it feels to get everything done, you have access to a little bit of calm. Anytime. Anywhere. Go back and listen to episode 25 and I'll walk you through exactly how to do it. Number seven, journaling. Are you shocked that I brought this up? If you've listened to this podcast or anything else that I do, you know that I'm a big believer in the power of journaling. Give yourself 30 minutes to just sit down with a pen and some paper and just start writing about it. Let your inner self step up and help you with this. She knows how to talk to you in a way that no one else does. Allow her to step in and help you with the feelings that you're experiencing. It will take you more than a few sessions to get the hang of this, but just start writing and see what happens. I'm willing to bet that you will be pleasantly surprised. Journaling slows your mind down and in the process helps you to uncover what you really believe about things. Just seeing what you're thinking on the page helps you to, number one, process exactly what you're thinking. Number two, it helps you to physically see what you've been thinking. And number three, it allows you to decide if you believe what you've been thinking or not. Go back and listen to episodes three and eight to learn more about journaling. All right, number eight, serve. Sometimes you just got to stop thinking about yourself. Let's be honest, we can get overrun with all the things we're dealing with and forget to look outside of our own troubles. Instead of focusing on what is burdening you, look around. There is always someone who needs something. What's something simple you can do for them? Could you bring them a drink? Could you give them a call and listen more than you talk? Could you offer to pick up some groceries for them when you're at the store? Could you send some flowers? There's an endless list of things you can do for someone else, and they're usually really simple. This is a great one that we don't try often enough. Number nine, listen to an uplifting or an emotion-provoking playlist of music that you've made. Do you have playlists on your phone? Have you ever divided them up into lists of emotions they make you feel? What if you had a list of songs that get you motivated? What if you had a list of songs that uplift you? What if you had a grouping of songs that make you cry? What about one that makes you want to dance? Wouldn't it be cool to have one that's ready for you when you need it? Figure out a time in the very near future when you could set this up for yourself. It's not something that you're going to feel like doing or have time for when you need it the most. Number 10. 
choose to let it go. Now, I didn't say to bury it deep and just forget about it. Actually make a conscious choice to not let it bother you anymore. Is it possible that you're letting it weigh you down when it really doesn't deserve all of this attention? It's possible, isn't it? Number 11, move your body. Some people really need to get their heart pumping and sweat it out. Some people really need to sit quietly and stretch. Some people feel better when they're outside and walking or running and others enjoy being in their homes on a treadmill. It doesn't matter what kind of person you are. Just discover what type you are. Then you'll know the way you need to move your body that will help remove those feelings of being overburdened. And number 12, pray. I'm sharing this one last because unfortunately, sometimes it's what I go to last. I'm a big believer in a Heavenly Father that loves me and cares about me. I believe that when I pray and ask for help, I receive it. Actually, sometimes the answer is to try one of the above mentioned things, but sometimes it's just a feeling of peace that comes to me when I've taken the time to share what I'm burdened with through a prayer. So there you go, my list of 12 things that can help you deal with your burdens better. I've got a few more, but I think I'll save them for a later episode. There's a few of these that I'm going to turn into a full episode, so you can watch for those coming soon. Now, because I feel so strongly about the power of these techniques, I've made a PDF for you that you can download for free that lists these out for you so you can remember them and put them where you can be reminded when you need it. You can click the link in the show notes and I'll send it to you. It will also sign you up for my Keeping It Together community, where I send you emails to keep you up on all the latest episodes of the podcast and all things hunky-dory. I hope that it will be really helpful to you. If you've heard something on today's episode that really helped you, will you do me a favor and help someone else as well? Share it with a friend. Tell them about this podcast. It would also help others to find us if you leave a review for the podcast. It's really easy. You just have to click a few buttons and it would help me and others so much. Thanks for listening today and I hope that you'll find yourself feeling overburdened no more. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day and I'll talk with you again next week.